Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, with a dash of garden, chatting about current interests, and life in my northern town. You can find show notes at mycreativecorner3.com. You can also find all of my social media, how to purchase a virtual cup of coffee, and all events on the website. Please feel free to stop by and leave a comment. I really appreciate everyone who listens. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, everyone. Happy 2022. January is halfway through. I can't believe it. Time just keeps on moving at warp speed. And then the next thing I know, here we are looking at the end of the month planning into February. January has been pretty typical. We haven't had a heavy winter, so I'm not going to complain about that at all. Um, Overall, what have I done since the beginning of the year? Well, a little crafting here and there. Football, because you know, the Super Bowl is coming. And to be honest, just trying to recuperate from all of the work, work, work. So it's been a nice weekend of recuperating. And I did something today that I'm super proud of. I finished my Kinship One. Remember, I split the two into two quilts. It's 100 blocks, 50 blocks went into one kinship and I laid them out in what's called the dissolve pattern or layout. So it was pretty cool how I just kept looking through all of the online um, and updates to the pattern and I found this and it's perfect because 100 blocks is another queen size quilt and I didn't really want a queen size. So I made two that are almost twin sized. However, something happened while I was quilting. So let's cue up the music because you know what it is, right? Yes, the chicken dance. I lost. The last two inches, I had two inches to go on the final swirl of the quilt and I ran out of bobbin. But... I was pretty lucky because I had a little tiny bobbin end that was the same bobbin color that I was using. So I just popped it on and finished. You know what I hate? When you're long arming and you're like really in a groove and I was near the end and I knew I was getting close, but I didn't want to break the zen moment. And then I ran out of thread on that bobbin. Oh, well. So if you... I've ever lost at Bob and Chicken, you know my pain. But I was able to quickly finish it, get it off the frame, and it's really, really cute. I just did all over swirls on it. And I think I'm going to do that on a good chunk of the quilts. I have three that for sure will be all over swirls in my, my quilts to do, and maybe one of them that'll be a little bit more fancy. So really have only one project that I'm working on, and that is the scrap 
project that I was doing, the X Plus, that is a free pattern on Stash Bandit's website. After I took her class for improving your scrap quilts, I, I got pretty excited. So I have 14 of those blocks done and I want to make 16 and that's going to go to one of my co-workers who is expecting a baby in the spring. And I thought they're 10 inch blocks. So four across is 40 by 40. It'll be square. It's okay. It's a baby quilt. Babies don't care. And they're just generally going to use it for um, probably on the floor or covering a car seat going out to the car. So I'm pretty glad that I have figured out it's you know weeks of pondering what am I going to do I need to hurry up the baby's coming um, I looked online I looked in my stash I looked everywhere and I wasn't happy with you know like I didn't have quite enough of any one thing but I thought I got all these scraps and I'm like it dawned on me a couple days ago what about that orphan black I guess or what do you want to say a UFO <laughs> installed up for a couple of weeks so now I'm done thinking about it two more blocks to go still have the scraps with the blocks I've made piece of cake it'll be easy to finish so that will be done so that'll make like five quilts of my own to do and I think that I'm going to kind of slow down a little bit on the piecing part I'm going to do all the long arming winter is good for long arming and then I'm going to bind and then I'll probably have mm, a good eight a good eight quilts by the time I'm all done to to bind I have a few on my stack that need to be <laughs> binding put on them yet but it's a cold weather project and um, definitely going to get going on those before it warms up. And you know, it always catches me by surprise how fast is the springtime when it really gets here. I'm like not prepared for it. And I'm like, oh, I have all these quilts to bind. And, you know, then it gets too hot. And I don't like doing binding in the summer because I still hand stitch them down on the back because I love that. And I like the look that it gives to the quilt much, much better. I'd like to thank our sponsor for today's podcast, and that's Cotton Cuts. Cotton Cuts provides premium fabric boxes through their many subscription boxes. Their anticipated puzzle mystery quilt launches February, and they want everyone to join in the fun. Within 10 months of clues and pre-cut fabric pieces coming to you in 14 beautiful colorways to choose from, You'll have a fun surprise coming to your door every month. Head to CottonCuts.com to choose and join the thousands of detectives who are ready to solve the 2022 Spring Puzzle Mystery Quilt. I hope that you go check Cotton Cuts out. They have such beautiful colorways to choose from in this particular puzzle mystery sounds divine. I have to say I got my Cricut out and I finally got a knife blade and I cut my first knife blade piece today from chipboard. It's just a little applique of roses and leaves and um, you know from cardboard basically and it was something you can glue on a journal or frame or paint however you want it was just a practice piece more than anything to see how she 
you know, how she cut, how the cricket cut it. And, you know, there's always a little learning curve on every type of project that you cut. So overall, it cut very nicely. The knife blade is fantastic and you have to have a maker to use the knife blade. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to making miniature things for like book nooks and not really a dollhouse, but little tiny dioramas. And, um, yeah, I found some freebies online that is like dollhouse furniture or pieces for dioramas. And I am going to work on some of those next. I bought a new glue gun and some Gorilla Glue sticks. I have some acrylic paints and I am ready, ready to do some miniature things. It's nice to, to spice up all the quilting with these kind of projects, which are much more uh, quick and you feel like you have more instant gratification with it. But I do really like building these miniatures and making fairy garden type stuff that that's really going to be the fun part of it is you can make it like an indoor little tiny fairy garden so anyway I'm starting the journey first of all I cut a larger piece it's six or seven inches big and now I have a feel for how the machine works and you, you got to learn about settings and all those different things. And, and I think maybe this week yet I will try to do a little gothic style planter box. So for the Our Creative Souls part of this podcast, my sister and I do a lot of crafty things together and we bounce a lot of ideas off of each other. And we have a website or a blog called ourcreativesouls.wordpress.com. And she got a knitting machine for Christmas and she reviewed it on our blog and she got a off-brand entry-level machine and absolutely loves it. It's perfect for her. She has rheumatoid arthritis and it really is great if you like knitting or loom knitting, even crochet, but you want to get projects done faster or you find it's too hard on your hands. It's something to really, really um, look at, a knitting machine. She hopes to go to some farmer's markets in the spring and sell hats. She's made hats and headbands and is working on some other projects. And I really really like the look of the knit on it. I don't think I'm going to get a knitting machine because I've kind of fallen down a rabbit hole on needle felting myself and I'm working on spheres and I'm going to get ready to work on my first gnome tomorrow. My sister has been working on the knitting machine mostly since Christmas and busting her stash of yarn and um, I have also been working on yarn projects, so let me tell you what I'm working on. I'm doing a granny square cardigan. So I found a cardigan scheme, I guess, on Pinterest, and I had purchased quite a bit of yarn um, when I was doing the loom knitting this fall, and I found a pattern where it's just granny squares, and you sew them together, and you have a cardigan. So they're large squares and they are probably six rounds on it. And it uses 24 
grannies and I have I think my color scheme worked out to where I should have enough for all of those granny squares if not I'm gonna probably put one bold different granny square right in the middle of the back to be a focal point or something to stretch the centers of the yarn is pink and I would would like to have that all done in the front. You have to do half granny squares in the cardigan's opening in the front. So I think I'm going to work on those when I'm down to the last skein of yarn. And then um, I did several rounds where the middles are pink. And then I'm going to alternate the rows outside with a burgundy and a blue. Some of my favorite colors. And... Overall, I love crocheting granny squares and I've done bags with granny squares and sewing all kinds of granny squares together. So this shouldn't be too hard. Finish it with just a nice um, simple double crochet clean edge and hopefully, fingers crossed, this will fit me. I think it will. I'll do a bunch of test fitting and if I have to um, make some larger um, panels for like underarms or the sides I will but overall I think it's gonna work hey it's not it's a it's not expensive yarn it's acrylic yarn and um, this will be a nice thing to have for at home when I'm freezing cold or if I want to take it to work or wear it as a little spring jacket that'll be it'll work out great and it's in my favorite colors so that's what I'm working on and so I spent a good part of this last weekend watching football and crocheting granny squares so I think it'll be done before too long then the other things I've been working on is I've done some more watercolor and ink and then I took a photo of it and then I made stickers with my Cricut out of them. You print them on your printer and then take them to the cutting machine. I had a disaster with one set so I hand cut those out but the other stickers have worked out very well. I really enjoy putting some stickers in my Silk and Sonder journal and some of the blank spaces. It gives it some color. I'm saving my journals so far because they're so beautiful I can't throw them away and there's they're very therapeutic in their journaling prompts and they have a little I call it like morning meditation they call it daily rituals which is under 10 minutes and you listen to like a prompt for the day and it goes with the theme of the month of the journal you get a new journal every month with this subscription which is great because you feel like you're starting off fresh every month with a new theme and this year if you remember correctly as I end the Our Creative Souls segment with all of the crafts we've been working on. I don't really have a word of the year this year. I don't have one. Not going to make uh, lists of things that I want to accomplish in quilting and crafting. I'm going where everything takes me. It's a journey this year just to get through 2022 better than I went in. So what does that mean? It's really more of a mindset, to be honest. But I'm looking at trying to, you know, explore new crafting projects with the quilting, because I do enjoy quilting. But needle felting, it kind of fell in my lap. And I took the opportunity when someone was 
trying to rehome their needle felting things, and I love it. It's just not something I want to do every day. I'm not that um, obsessed by it, but I enjoy doing it. And it's okay to do projects that you only pick up and put down every once in a while. Well, journaling and writing is like that for me too, where you just kind of, I like to write a little bit every day, but not necessarily like write for professional reasons like be a writer or a professional blogger. I like to do articles about once a week for both websites for the My Creative Corner 3 and our creative souls. You know, so exploring what comes my way as far as creativity. I'd like to do a little bit more gardening. So maybe this year I may try to start some seeds. I've never ever in my life had success starting seedlings and then hardening them off and putting them in the garden. They always die from the seedling phase to the thinning phase and every once in a while I'll have a few survivors and then they don't make it to the final transplant. Um, so I want to try it again with like marigolds or something. Nothing, no veggies, just just flowers. The other thing I want to try to do is I've watched Gardener's World this winter had three specials and they layered bulbs in a large pot with three different bulbs. I think the lower level were tulips, the middle level was um, daffodils or narcissus and the top level were crocus and um, maybe snowdrops and then they planted on the very very top an annual flower like um, Johnny Jump Ups and a little ground cover. And I thought, that's brilliant. I might want to try something like that. Um, it's cold enough here in probably the next month or two, I should be able to order some of those things online um, and try it. And it's cold enough, the bulbs will be cold for several months, many weeks anyway before it warms up enough for the plant to grow and I you know I'm thinking of planting the bulbs and then putting them in the garage with a board on top to keep them dark and then putting the annual plants on when the frost is gone we'll see I don't know I'm just going to try it what's the worst thing that can happen I've bought a few bulbs and they'll grow and they may not bloom as well as what they did on the gardener's world, but that's okay. So I have a few of those kind of projects I want to do. Not doing a huge, you know, oh, I'm going to make over my house or I'm going to reorganize every closet. You know, I'm tired of doing annual resolutions and then being disappointed in myself that I don't get them done. And I thought, what's the point? Now this year for my health, I want to go to that whole thing that I said at the beginning of the year, which is I'm not making goals, but I want to leave the year stronger and healthier than I went in. So I've been doing um, small workouts a few days a week. Nothing strenuous or heavy. I have a rowing machine. I've done some light weights. Um, yeah, so probably since first of the year I've done six or eight workouts you know yay for me that's a big progress compared to where I was at a few months ago and you know I've also decided that I don't 
I just don't need a lot of of stressors of this goalkeeping. So if I see something I want to make, I'm going to make it. If I see something that needs to be picked up, I'm going to pick it up. But no big pressure on myself with deadlines and dates. And this will be a very new thing for me because I like structure. It's still like routine and I'm still going to have my routines and I'm still going to do my 15 minutes of creativity a day. And just and I still have my handwork for the evening and my sewing or long arming in the morning. Lunchtime, I've decided that I need more of a mental break. And I am relaxing more on my lunch um, versus doing a hand project or long arming. You know, I have discovered that sitting and being still was a challenge in one of my daily meditations and it's hard for me some of it is because i probably have adhd and i've talked about that before but part of it is sometimes just sitting and being quiet and recharging your batteries i have to give myself permission to do it and then i have to be comfortable with it and it's hard you know just sitting and watching a movie without Doing handwork is okay, right? But I feel like it's not okay. I think that's just one of the things that I I have been working on. It's okay to relax. It's okay not to, just because I have a day off of work or maybe even a staycation, I don't have to jam-pack it so full of activities, be feeling like I have to be productive all of the time. I don't know where that came from. I really don't. My mom and dad both did lots of work, you know, when I was growing up. But they could sit and relax and chill in the evenings or weekends or we would go places and just chill and relax. So I don't know. Maybe it's just a product of being a working mom. And yeah, it's been a few years since my youngest left home. But there's this whole transition of, you know, I don't really have all of the chores I used to have to do. I don't have to do all the laundry and all the cooking that I used to have to do. And um, I've got more time. And you know what? Maybe some of my time could be used for relaxing, recharging my batteries. And to be honest, after you know, working all these years, there are still times where you go through seasons where the work is very challenging and you need to do more self-care, which I'm a big proponent of doing, but just relaxing and not filling it with lots of activities. Yeah, so I'm getting better at that. So that's going to be more of my 2022. Now, something else that happened by accident this year turned out to be a wonderful thing. So for years, my husband has been talking about doing a um, meal delivery subscription box, I guess you call it, where they send you several meals a week and you follow the recipe and cook it. But they would never do it. Part of it's money because, you know, they're a little bit more expensive, but they're way cheaper than eating out, which we have found we've been doing a lot more. And just you just never know, right? You never know if it's going to get delivered on time. You never know if people in the neighborhood are going to leave the box alone. You never know if um, the food is going to be worth it. Well, he got a something through our insurance. Um, 
for Home Chef. And he was looking at it and kind of looking at the recipes and looking at things. And he thought that he backed out of it in time, but he didn't. And oops, we got charged for you know, so many meals to get all of the free meals that were part of the promotion. I love it. Oh my gosh, the food is so tasty. It's very, very high quality. Um, For some people, they would think it's probably not worth the $9 per person per meal. Um, So right now I'm not paying $9 full price. I think we got like a 50% discount for a while. And then there's lots of opportunity for discounts in the future. There's other food box things that we are going to check out, too, just because we he accidentally pushed this one. Now, my friend has had Home Chef for years, and she said that it is actually um, her favorite. And I like it because it, it's kind of upscale food, but the vegetables are so fresh, and they have great, flavorful, tasty sauces and spices for them and so I'm eating vegetables more yay me um I am not a big vegetable eater and to steam them in the microwave is terrible I don't like vegetables that way and you know sometimes it's just you have to have the vegetable in the peak of ripeness and they come like that in this box so we have tried their it is a latin rice um, thin sliced steak, they called it. We had a um, chicken with uh, pesto green beans. Um, they had a meatloaf uh, for two, and it had to barbecue, and it was made totally different than the way I've always had meatloaf, and it was delicious. Those are just a couple of things we had. I'm so surprised. I like it in I've picked a lot of the 15-minute meals with like once a week getting one meal that takes more time because, you know, Friday night or Saturday, I have more time and energy to do it. But at the same time, what's interesting about it is if we've, we've bought these, we're not tempted to do, oh, let's just order a pizza or we're too tired to cook and that doesn't sound good. Let's just go get a sub. So that's cut back a lot, and the portion sizing on the meals is great. So I'm kind of thinking this may help me in my journey to being healthier, eating um, healthier, better food, and not overdoing it. Now, I still like Costco, and I still have, you know, some meat in the freezer, and I'm doing my other meals. You know, it's only three days a week is this meal plan. So it helps immensely during the work week. So far, I've done all of the meals during the work week because I just love having that mapped out. As a working mom, the worst part of the day for uh, ever was what's for dinner, right? And then you go to cook it and then nobody wants it, <laughs> you know. So, <clears throat> excuse me, that hasn't changed as an adult um, because I struggle every day with what's for dinner. And then, you know, my husband gets home late some nights and you know so these are great to have quick meals that are tasty and I hope that we never let home chef go but he wants to try dinnerly and he wants to try every plate so we'll probably go through a period where I'm going to try those two brands and we'll see if we like them I believe they are a little bit less expensive so my standards are pretty high on these meals so if 
they don't have the vegetables that are quite as fresh or if the prep time is too long or the recipe is too complicated. But let me know if you have tried some of these other services, what you think about them. And I just have an aversion to cooking. I don't like it. So this is great where it's all thought out for me. The recipes are all there. Um, so we went with this versus what I was thinking we would do every month is e-meals where they send you recipes and you buy all this stuff. But my problem is when you're cooking for two people, you buy like a whole tub of sour cream, say for one or two recipes, and then we throw out the whole rest of the container. And so when you get tiny, that's why I like Home Chef and probably all these other ones, all of the fixings for the meal are there you know little tiny bit of mayo little tiny bit of this special spice pack or little tiny bit of pesto and then you use exactly what you need and it's perfect so so far I haven't been disappointed so let me know what you think if you've tried dinnerly or if you've tried every plate um, or some other food subscription box um, I need something that will come to the door in a good package system that will withstand weather. So the other thing I finished is my Nordic Star quilt that I started in December. It was with the red and white fabric prints that I purchased from Halo Inspirations. And she had these fabrics that I saw on Small Business Saturday. So the quilt top is finished. And after much debate and looking at how much fabric I have left, I have decided no borders. Um, I really like this Nordic Star pattern. Um, I've reverse engineered it myself after seeing a couple of inspiration things online. And I love this red and white. It looks so pretty. It turned out to be about twin size. And I like that. That is a nice size for me. And I have a couple of queen size quilts. And when I wear them out, I might make another. But, oh, those big quilts are, even with a quilting frame and a long arm, are super tough to wrestle about. <laughs> they really are. So, Anyway, that is the end of today's podcast. Just really enjoying um, a long weekend here in January. I have a long weekend planned in February, a long weekend planned in March, a week off in April planned. And then we're going to get serious about planning um, a vacation probably in the fall. So I will take another series of weekends off or maybe a whole week off during the summer. One thing about working someplace for 20, almost two years is you get a lot of vacation time. And then we get a lot of um, standard holidays off too, where I work. So I'm pretty happy about that. So I'm looking at trying to budget the rest of the year with my time off. And some of it will be staycations. And just trying to stay with my theme of learning to relax and just maybe putter about with some of these projects because there's really no deadlines for everything I'm working on except for that baby quilt. <laughs> so let me know what you've been working on. Have you stalled out on anything over the winter? I keep looking for those 15 minutes a day. It really does help keep your creative muscle working. No different than um, any other type of exercise, right? It's good for the soul creating is. And I've 
appreciated it so much over the last few years. And this winter is no different. Having a great time. So have a most wonderful day. I will talk to you next time on the podcast. Leave a comment on the blog. Let me know what you're working on. Have you had any of these food subscription services or box services or whatever you call them? Hmm, Now I better look it up. And let me know. You can support the podcast if you're interested in that by buying me a virtual cup of coffee through Kofi. And don't forget to go check out Cotton Cuts, today's sponsor of the podcast. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next time. Quilt on, everyone. <laughs>